Welcome back to Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. Today I'm going to be dealing with John chapter 2, verse 24. Before I get started on John chapter 2, verse 24, let me back up and let me just reiterate what we were talking about in our last session. In our last session, I was talking about Jesus going to the western wall of the temple of Jerusalem and scourging people and animals and getting them out of the way, right? And the Jews come up and they say, what sign do you show that you are the Messiah, that you have the authority to do this? And he says, if you tear down the temple, if you destroy the temple, I will raise it up in three days. And they say, what are you talking about? Because it's taken 46 years to get this temple to this point. Are you crazy? And he was speaking of the temple of his body. And then it says, in verse 23, it says, He was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast. Many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. Verse 24, our subject verse, says, But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all and had no need that anyone should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. Now, today I'm going to discuss what is going on it says he did not commit himself to them these people saw the signs that jesus did and as i covered in an earlier session the cure for unbelief is to see the manifestation of the kingdom so these people believed in jesus and believed that he was a messiah because they saw the signs they saw the signs and therefore they believed and so he didn't commit himself to them why not well, first of all, we have to understand what the word commit means. The word commit there is actually the word pisteuo. Pisteuo? I don't know how to say it because it's Greek. It's pisteuo, I think. And it comes from the root word pistis, and it means faith. It means belief. He does not put his faith in them because he knows that if he yields his faith to them, if he believes that their belief in him is going to put him in his proper place as king, as Messiah, he knows that he will be subject to their authority. And this is not a place you want to be. In verse 24 it says, because he knew all and had no need that anyone should testify of man for he knew what was in man. He knew that these people saw his signs and therefore believed that he was the Messiah, but he also knew what was coming, that he was going to break the bread and give the wine, and he was going to say, this is my body, and this is the wine of the new covenant, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you don't have any part with me, and he knew that people were going to freak out and leave him, because as a matter of fact, a lot of people left him when he said that, and he knew that if if he had put his faith in those people to put him in the proper position as Messiah physically on this earth at that time, then those same people had the authority to take him down. Because, because this is the principle I want to draw out today. The Bible says, whoever you bow the knee to, to obey, it is that one that you become a slave to obey. Whoever you yield and say, oh yes, you can raise me up, you become a slave to obey that one. I'm going to give you a couple examples. 
because this is really prevalent in our lives today. Social media has made everybody a virtual superstar. Everybody in the world can be seen basically by everybody else in the world at any time on social media. And what you're doing by putting yourself out there on, other, on social media to be seen by other people is you're saying, you seeing me are lifting me higher. You are making me famous. You are making me powerful and somebody to be a role model, right? The minute you do that, those same people who lifted you up can take you down. How many times have we seen this? People get Instagram famous, they get Facebook famous, they get TikTok famous, and they're just awesome famous, and then they do something and boom! Everybody who was once their fan comes against them. And the person, the famous person, is now scrambling. They don't know who they are, they don't know where they belong, they don't have any identity, that what, what, what's the matter? They don't have any value anymore. And the reason they don't is because they allowed those people to lift them up, to elevate them to what they were called and created to do. I would dare say that they're not called and created to be Instagram nor Facebook famous. But that's what's happening, is that not only are they allowing these people to make them famous, but here's another little caveat about putting your faith in a person to make you what God called and created you to be. If you do that, then the person who you're believing will get you to the place where you want to be, they can make you do what they want you to do once you're in that place. Here's an example of that. Uh, I know several musicians and the musicians that I know very well have said basically the same thing to me. When they've gotten a record deal, their music sounded one way. And then they got a record deal, oh, and maybe probably the way they looked looked one way. And the way they wanted to present themselves was one way. They get the record deal, and their music changes, the way they look on stage changes, this and that, what they record changes, all these changes happen. Why? Because the record company now has authority over them and says, no, 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 we're the ones who are going to make you famous, and therefore you have to listen to us. And that's exactly what happens on social media. They're the ones who make you famous, now you have to listen to us. And I follow these particular YouTubers who I actually really like, but I've followed them for a very long time and their beginning videos, they were humble, they were Christians. I don't know if they still are Christians because their other versions, they may have walked away from God because their other, their videos now are very molded by what their fans say. They have lots and lots and lots of fans, millions of fans. and. If those fans are like, oh, we don't like this and we don't like that, then the YouTubers are like, oh no, we better not do this or that. See, because they're used, they're committing them their own fame and their own fortune and their own livelihood and their own um, self-esteem to millions of YouTube fans. And so this is what Jesus is not doing. He's not saying, well, if you say that I'm the Messiah and you say that I'm the king, then then I'll just I'll just do what you want and I'll just yield to you. That's exactly what he's not doing. He says he knew them. He and he had no need that anyone should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. He's saying that he has no need for, for flesh, men who are judgy, who are gonna knock you down, or who are gonna knock him down, to say that he's higher. God explained it to me like this one time. He said, You have been called many things in your life. Some of them have been really, really, really bad and some of them have been really, really, really good. 
and neither of them is true. Only what I have said of you is true. And only what I say and have said of you and will say of you can you rely on and can you put your faith in. And that's what this verse is saying. And the Bible is very clear about who you yield yourself to, who you rely on to make you famous. Because who you rely on to make you famous, who you rely on to meet your needs, to that one you become a slave to obey. I know of a pastor, I heard this story secondhand. The pastor himself did not tell me the story. Somebody close to him told me the story. That I know of a pastor who had a house and it was, um, he owed a lot of money on his house. And a person came and said, I would like to pay your house off. And he did not know the pastor and prior to this. And so the pastor said, okay, you can pay my house off. But the person who paid his house off decided that because he paid the pastor's house off, that he was now the pastor's best friend and could tell him whatever he wanted. And this pastor stood his ground and said, no, 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 no. You paid my house off, you'll be blessed, that's it. But you don't get to tell me what to say when I'm preaching, you don't have my ear, you don't have anything with me. And so that is a perfect example of what Jesus did. He was saying, okay, you can do what you can do for me and administer to me, fine, but you're not going to control me. And that is exactly what Jesus is saying here. And that is exactly what I'm saying to us. Whatever we yield to will control us. You know, Jesus said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, he said that if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, in time, he, in due time, he would exalt us. It doesn't say if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of Facebook or under this mighty ministry. It says if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, in due season, he will exalt us. And the word due right there has the implication of like when a baby is due. The baby is fully formed and it's ready to function in the world that it was created to function in and is due. And so when you are fully formed as a Christian and fully ready to function in the, in the world, in the area, in the arena that you were called and created to function in by virtue of the gifts and the talents that God has given you, then and only then will you be exalted, will you be birthed. But you have to humble yourself to God. How does this relate like to a baby? I can tell you that I recently had a granddaughter and she was very big. She was over 10 pounds and her mother was her first child. My daughter was her first child and this baby was very large and the baby physically couldn't come out of the birth canal because she was so big. So in a way, she was unyielding. She was unwilling to come through the birth canal. Now I'm not saying that, of course, you know, whatever, but, but you understand what I'm getting at. The point is that she wasn't humbled to the birth canal because she was too big. Her head was literally too big. And so she couldn't come out the natural way. So she couldn't be birthed. She would have been overdue. And that's exactly what happens in the spirit world is that what we do is we don't humble ourselves. We think we can manifest ourselves. We think we can come when we want to come. We think we can do what we want to do. And that's all well and good. But the way you do it is by humbling yourself, not by exalting yourself. And you can tell if you're humbling yourself or you're exalting yourself. And you can also tell if it's your season or not your season. If you're looking to man, to lift you up. If you're looking at man to put you in the place that God says that you are, if you're looking at man to say, oh yes, you're an apostle, oh yes, you're a prophet, oh yes, you're an evangelist, oh yes, you're a whatever, and not to God to say that, 
then those same people that said that to you, that gave you that title, can take it away. When God gives you a title, He doesn't take it away because the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Period. Thank you for joining me today. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.